0: Come on, it's
1: 6 o'clock,
2: rise and shine, rise and shine It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake Brought to you by Gaina Trucking <laughs> Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln,
1: America Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen Did seem kind of meh And the Lincoln Journal star's Steve Sippel
0: Surprisingly good This is Early Break with Sip and Jake Sponsored by Gaina
2: Trucking
1: Happy Friday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. Can you hear yourself? I can't hear me. Good now, I think. There we go. Now you can hear me. There you go. People come in here and mess up with the board all the time. And it's just kind of frustrating when you begin the show and things aren't the way they're supposed to be. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. Hello, Harrison. Hello, Lincoln, Nebraska. Hello, world. How about that? Does that work for you? What are you doing over there? Are you messing around? No, no, we're ready to go. We're ready got, to go. Good morning. You got your can of, of Lacroix. Yeah, good morning to everybody. Um, I see you've you've avoided coffee again this morning, which is back in the back. It's ready to go. oh. You didn't have any yesterday. You avoided the entire day. <laughs> well, we had a lot to talk about. And as we do again today.
0: Yes. We do. Uh, Harrison's here. You acknowledge that. I did. We're here on a Friday. We're wrapping things up for the week.
1: Here's the goal of today's show, by the way. Not to screw up too bad. But that's a big part of this. You know, today is April Fool's Day. So be very aware on social media of anything that looks a little stupid or a little bit too good to be true. Because this is the day where you get duped. Duped. We'll talk, we'll talk about this later on in the show about about a time I got duped badly. Okay. Okay. um And if you have any instances, you can tell me as well, or okay. listeners four okay. six four five six eight five. But again, yeah, I'd like we, to hear it. I, we got to I got to be careful because I will be on Twitter today, and I'll I'll, I'll probably see something. But I got to make sure that i before I react, I say, is this real or is this a joke? Okay. This is some people's least favorite day of the year. Yeah. Why don't you just
0: say right now if. if- 402-464-5685. If you have prime examples of being duped on April Fool's Day, send them to us. I don't have any,
1: Jake. I was thinking. I'm about, sure you know. do, but you just haven't thought about it, Jake.
0: No, I've thought. What? Well, come on. What? You sent me the rundown. You said think about what's on the rundown. I've not been duped. I don't think. I've not been duped. Maybe not. I mean, nothing memorable. The, 402-464-5685. The, That's our real number. That's there are everything. a lot
1: of people in this world that are gullible, and this is a terrible day for them because they have, they have to fear or of is any news is any news anything I see true or is it false?
0: Yeah, you you,
1: you get past the day, you're back to normal.
0: You're a little shaken. I do not live in that sort of fear. I don't. Today's a normal day to me. Okay. Now, we'll see. We'll see. You're setting yourself uh, up for failure.
1: You are setting yourself up for failure.
0: Today is a normal day to me and I'm no, I'm not. You know me too. I don't I don't
1: have fun. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. He you heard it you heard it from himself. I don't Steve Sipple does uh, not have fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um so I'm not worried about the whole thing. I cast a wary eye at everything. Every day. So April Fool's Day mm-hmm. is not going to get me. Is that right? Yeah. I read almost I think, I every. I think
1: you're asking for a, a mess up. up yeah, it's, it's going to happen to you. Come up comeuppance. Yep. You're going to fall for something. You did fall for something the other day that you mentioned on the show. I said that was fake. Remember oh, that? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, What was that we yeah. were talking
1: about? I so said, I think you got duped. Yeah, on that. you right. You got duped on non-April Fool's. Yeah, about something. Tom Brady
0: or something like that? It, no, I can't. I think Harrison, Harrison has a good memory.
1: What was it? Yeah, what did you mess up on? I said I don't think that was
0: real. Yeah. You fell for a fake article Harrison, or a fake yeah, thing? Something fake. Harrison's, Harrison's to going to us, the. I forget Ford. what that was. Yeah, Harrison is our EP. I talked to our other EP, our old EP, Ethan, yesterday. Big Sky, Patrick. Yeah, um, he's doing great in Waterloo, by the way. He covers a lot of UNI, uh, Northern. Northern Iowa. Yep, the Panthers. Yeah, it's he's uh, got a good gig. He's got a good gig. He's doing good. Uh, Big Sky update. He got himself a good job at the Waterloo newspaper. Oh, he's yeah. doing great. It was something it was about something Urban about Meyer. Urban, yeah, yeah, you're right, Harrison. It was something somebody said about Urban Meyer that I
1: thought. Uh, <laughs> that you fell for. Said, oh, I,
0: that he had a, hey, Harrison, I got it. That he had Tebow Tuesdays. And- yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I'm like, dude, that was fake. Yeah, that he had Tebow Tuesdays, and everybody had to wear Tebow's number.
1: Yeah, day. I said, I you <laughs> fell for I it. I totally you fell for that. for that one. So I you like, are
0: I, not. I, I was like, are you kidding me? You could be a victim. They were today. kidding me. They you were could, kidding
1: me. You could be a victim today.
0: What was Tebow's number? Was it eighty nine? Eighty something. Okay. In in the eighty eight. Maybe. The, what was on Twitter was that that that. Urban Meyer went so far as to have Tebow Tuesdays, and everybody had to wear Tebow's number. And you fell for it. I fell
1: for that. I fell for that. That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Okay, let's talk. 402-464-5685. So I saw something very interesting yesterday that I, I that, br- that brought up in my mind. Okay, Sip's probably seen some very strange things. We, we've talked about them on the show a little bit in the past, but... This is a good time to bring him up again. So yesterday, Shaheen Holloway, as you recall, Sip, has been the coach of the tournament. The, the name that led St. Peter's, the 15 seed, to the Elite Eight where they got drubbed by North Carolina. But they still beat the likes of uh, Kentucky on the way there, Murray State, and Purdue to get to the Elite Eight. The first time ever a 15 seed has done so. Yesterday, he was introduced officially as the new head coach at Seton Hall. And do you want to know who was there to congratulate him in attendance? You want to know that? Yes. The entire St. Peter's squad he just led to the Elite Eight. Now, that was celebrated on the internet. It was uh, seen as, wow, what a, what a great gesture. I yeah. view that as a little strange.
0: You are, you are something else. My, my example
1: is this. It's like, it's like seeing your, you know, it's like living <sighs> with your... Mom and Dad, and then one of them gets divorced and they gets married right away. Isn't that a little weird? You know, you you gotta go be there. You, you feel you feel awkward about that, right? Yeah, I yeah a little bit. Like your dad moves I've out. Never your s- dad moves out and moves in with this person right away and marries yeah. him. It's strange.
0: There's a couple. I get it. Now you know these campuses are really close, twenty minutes away. Um, well, I'm talking about, St. Peter's, right? And Seton Hall. I'm Aware of that, yeah. So it wasn't like the kids had to make a long trip. No. and
1: But it is their coach leaving them. Thank you yeah. for, for getting us to the Elite Eight. <laughs> now bye. Have a great life.
0: Yeah, it's definitely kind of odd. It's definitely kind of odd. But it, clearly he made an impact on those players. So not as odd as maybe you're portraying it, but I get it. And it's an avenue into strange yes. press conferences. By the way, Shaheen Holloway... I mean, I didn't know he was a point guard for Seton Hall in the from '96 yeah. to 2000. Oh,
1: well, that's probably his dream job then. <laughs> well, he's a point guard. He just he just had to wait for Kevin Willard to leave.
0: Yeah, '96 to 2000, and I believe when he was a junior, he hit the game-winning shot in the first round of the NCAA tournament to beat Oregon in overtime. So he has a history at Seton Hall. In fact, you know he's four, he's in his I think he's 47, 48. So he's he and he was a I say that because he was an assistant at Seton Hall for seven or eight years. So, so this you, you had mentioned this the other day as it was like a done deal, and and come to find out that AD at Seton Hall didn't even look at another. He never even considered another coach. By the way, the Seton Hall AD was the St. Peter's AD at the time when he hired Holloway there. So this, so this AD. Has twice hired Shaheen Holloway. Hello, hello. All right.
1: Yeah, you so, know this. Okay, so I I view this as a little. Str- I know it, it was celebrated that the players were there, and, I, and again, I guess to a certain extent, I do celebrate that. That's that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, you are very cynical, young no, man. I'm, well, I have turned that way. Yeah. Yes, you. Are. Um, I just think it's, it's strange. It's, hey, hey, thank you for getting us here. Now have a nice life. I don't Enjoy think Seton it's Hall. strange.
0: Now some other, it's a little strange, but I think other people might think that. Um, strange press conferences you, you, you mentioned a couple on the rundown
1: yes well people haven't heard that the though coup
0: de gras is, is uh, was the Riley press that's conference. number one for you oh, strange one I, I think it has to be oh God I yes. think it has to be it was it was incredibly uncomfortable in my opinion now a lot of the media they wouldn't say that oh it was incredibly uncomfortable yeah the, the guy just got fired. And and he was being almost seemingly being celebrated by the media.
1: I, mean, I, 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 I
0: it was a it was one of the. Okay, Now I'm gonna choose my you, words. You carefully. came
1: by the way. You came in the next day and you you were you were turned off by it all you, completely. I mean, I, I what, thought it people was were a, clapping. You said, to tell you, on? Jake?" I, I didn't get it. Well, what was his record?
0: He <laughs> well, was terrible. Yeah, and what what had happened during the, the last part of that season?
1: They they quit. They gave up. I mean, they got blasted by Iowa, fifty six to fourteen. They got beat by Minnesota, like fifty three twenty one. It was the it they was got killed. It,
0: yeah, it was. I don't want to be overly dramatic here, but <laughs> but, and again, you can tell I'm choosing my words carefully. It was a sign to me that this place had changed. Like it, you had you had. Thrown guys out of town that were nine and you know nine and three in his final season. Frank Solich ten and three. I always say ten and three because it was his team that beat Michigan State in the Alamo Bowl. Unceremoniously dumped him, and I'm talking mainly about media now. All right, pushed him away, pushed just swatted him out the door. Frank Solich, who who had done a ton for the program as a player and then as a loyal assistant. Um, Now Bo, Bo was Bo, but I mean, his record also was was exemplary. Okay, now everybody's gonna say, "Well, yeah, but Bo, you know, he had issues." Blah blah blah. Okay, whatever. That's that's different. But here's a guy. Here's a guy that that took the program to its to lows we hadn't seen in since the '60s, and he was hailed going out the door, hailed by media, going out the door.
1: Wasn't there a round of applause when he was doing I don't know if there
0: are rounds of applause, but was, but there were hugs, hugs and, and handshakes to it was, everybody. It was now I get it. Riley's a super nice guy. Super nice guy. But all what Nebraska's taught me in the last 15 years, 10 years, the nice guy thing it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It does not who cares if the guy's a nice guy to the media? Why does that where does that factor into anything? Just give me Bobby Knight. I mean, if he wins games and runs the program well, who cares how he treats the media? No, it was one of the biggest turnoffs I've ever seen at Nebraska. That's what I thought. Like, what are we doing? Why is he even having a press conference? Generally, fired coaches don't have press conferences.
1: No, it, it, I told you the one I went to that was odd was when Doc Sadler got fired. I, I thought the fact that that he even certainly odd. I thought the fact that he was even there for that was strange. I mean, it and felt he was weird. crying at it. Yeah. I, it was a it was a very heavy press conference. It felt odd for sure. It, like, typically, okay, you expect the AD to say we've made a we've made a move in our you know in our football position, our head coach. We're moving on. We'll start a search. Why is the coach there? Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's not like Doc had you know. I'm not trying to put Doc. I love Doc, but right, it's, no. it's like not like Doc had gotten you your first tournament win. Like he never made the tournament. Right. He didn't need to be there. He was a guy that people liked because of his personality. Yeah, people that liked him. But like, you, you want the person there if they if they are retiring on top. Like Tom Osborne. Yeah, I want you to be at your your press conference when you're done yeah, because retirement's different
0: than firing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that. that's the only time I wanted to see you at a press conference that was a coach. Yeah. If you are retiring, yeah. Those we are, are the, celebrating you.
0: The, those are the most glaring examples. I always felt like it, 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 these have been strange times at Nebraska. The Pelini years were really strange because after every loss, I always felt like Bo would come up to the press conferences on Monday or Tuesday, whenever it was. I think it was still Mondays. You know the the first press conference of the week when the coach gets in front of everybody, all right. the cameras. He always, I always felt like after losses, he was a little bewildered. Now, stay with me. He Absolutely. didn't understand why every loss was met with a with a This is the end of the world." He didn't fully. He never fully understood Nebraska. I, I I believe that now he might totally he could call in any second I suppose and say we welcome you're, that phone yeah, call. you're full of crap i I would say there was there was a there was always i don't I don't know that he f- ever fully grasped how strange this place could be and how down it would get after losses he would come to that press conference and it would be very heavy right after losses yes very heavy you know guys would show up that don't show up ordinarily to ask you know questions out of the blue and um and it was like kind of it, ha- it always has the f- had the feel of a, this is the world is ending and it that's probably okay actually um but he didn't understand it i i always felt he was like a little bewildered i, I and if you look back at his press conferences and just look at his face i think he did i think sometimes he was kind of confused by it like, hey guys! I mean, we just, yeah, we we lost. I mean, it doesn't mean the program's in shambles, you know.
1: It happens. Uh,
0: yeah, but he—I always felt he was a little bewildered by it. Yeah,
1: I remind you, if I'm speaking for speaking for Bo, I won a lot more than I lost here.
0: Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He was always. He was always of the mind that it was a little strange. On Deloitte's OnCloud podcast, my co-host, Mike Cavus and I talk with innovation leaders to explore how they use cloud engineering for new possibilities for their organizations. Join myself, David Linthicum, by subscribing to OnCloud wherever you get your podcasts. And I've I've heard other coaches say, in fact, I was talking to a coach last night. Um, don't need to get into names who's been at other places and he, he, he mentioned how he could go out at other places and never be recognized. That's awesome, isn't it? Um, but in Lincoln, he said there's he just can go virtually nowhere without being recognized. Now that's good. I think that's good. I mean that's just that, what that is is passion and I, I have nothing. I never thought that was a problem. It's only a problem if the coach doesn't like it or is, or is, or is or sort of painfully shy. And Polini's I would say, borderline painfully shy. He just doesn't. He just, you know, he had he had a lot of trouble with that part. He didn't like being going to Walgreens and being but in you know people pointing him out and coming up to him and stuff like that.
1: Uh, by the way, quick note: we are back up on the video stream. I've been having a hell of a time this whole entire show so far we were
0: been out we've been on well the computer
1: yeah we've been on the radio we're on we're on the air but the computer has once again glitched on me i got it back we're back now so you can watch this on facebook twitch and youtube it's great we're back though got us back and you can always call in texas at 402-464-5685 and we have a phone call we got one vince Vince. bright and early on the west coast in napa valley we have vince calling vince happy friday you're an early break go ahead
2: Happy Friday back at you, fellas. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well now. Now, before I get into the strange press conference, I, I do have an April Fool's story to show, except I was the duper, not the dupee. Okay. Um, and I think, and I, <clears throat> and, I, and I actually think you're probably going to see April Fool's jokes being a little more common than the last couple years. But anyway, okay. I posted something on social media, my, my, on my Facebook page, okay. and I also sent it via email to those that aren't. Now, I'm not going to – now, I'll just kind of give you the gist of it. Now, I posted a story of uh, about being robbed, I, and, and that I was robbed at a gas station, and that I had to call the police, and I'm doing okay, and then I said – it turns out it was pump number nine that robbed me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Vince. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. I like that one. That's
0: pretty good. I like you like that were the, one, Vince. You are the duper. You were super duper there. <laughs> <laughs> nice
1: job.
2: <laughs> Shout out Mark Duper. Yeah. yeah yes. Know, yeah. Jake, How about Jake, that? Jake, you're going to love that. Robin. I do appreciate but, that. Uh, <laughs> yes. But anyhow... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, 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 and just an aside, I o- I only paid five forty nine for for a tank of gas yesterday morning. Ooh, only,
1: only, jeez. Well, it's not up cheap- at six.
2: And that's the cheapest place here in the Napa Valley.
0: Yeah, I thought you'd be up at six out there.
2: Well, various parts are, but you know, but I, I go I go to the Safeway where I'm a club member, so that way, I mean, even my 2014 Honda Accord took seventy seven dollars. Oh, yikes! Yeah. 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 yeah but uh, but let's just say as far as the joke I put out there, I mean I had so many people saying you had me going you really uh, you had me going and then uh, I mean and then I ended up getting a phone call from somebody actually asking me if I was okay so most people enjoyed it but with a couple that let's just say you went too far let's Vince. Just say let's just say the joke went over like a screen door in a submarine
0: <laughs> okay no, no it went over better than that that's a pretty good one actually
2: yes thank you well anyhow back to regular programming okay <laughs> uh, as for as, as for odd press conferences i mean I, i'm with you 100 on mike riley i mean yes there's a place for being nice and being classy and ha- handling yourself with class i mean i'm not saying the guy should have to leave town no. with his head between his legs no i'm not either but at the same but at the same time that coupled with the fact of wasn't he at, a bas- at the basketball game later that evening? Yeah. Or something?
1: Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. Yes, That's, he was. Even even weirder. Yeah.
2: That's the, that, now that totally weirded me out. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. Sip. Give me a guy that goes out full of piss and vinegar like Bo. That that I'll will take that any day of the week. But I'll tell you, what was a strange press conference for a much different reason. Um, and I guess because I was up close to it out here as a freelance writer, okay. to a lesser extent, was Bill Callahan's intro press conference. Okay. And I say that because things obviously didn't end well for Bill during his time with the Raiders, and then, uh, and you know, and I was covering it for a fan magazine at the time, and okay. so, and then nine days later, after we go through forty days and forty nights. It just kind of felt strange because it's like, okay, I saw the end of his tenure with the Raiders, mm-hmm. and the hire just came totally out of left field.
0: It did. It did. It came out of left field. You're right. Nobody's you know, expecting so,
2: it. I mean, it wasn't necessarily because of uh, anything he said in particular. It just kind of felt strange, like, whoa, where did this come from?
0: Yes, it did feel that way to a large extent. I was just glad that the search was over, though. That's seriously. Yes,
2: uh- Yes, for yeah, I, yeah, with that, with that, with, without a doubt. I mean, o- only then could we be uh, compared to Noah in the Ark of forty days and forty nights.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they could have put Mary J. Blige up there, and I would have been happy at that point. So, would you have really? <laughs> New head <laughs> coach somebody. Mary J. Blige, just somebody. I mean,
1: yeah. All right,
0: Vince. Uh,
2: yeah. Vince, hey, fellas, have a good one. Vince,
0: have a good one yourself, and thank you for that. That uh, April Fool's Day story that was great.
2: You got it, man. Got Take robbed. care. He
1: got robbed by
0: Pump Nine. I like that. <laughs> that works. That works today. You know, <laughs> that that does work. work. That does work. That would that plays a, well. That was fitting. Yeah. yeah hey, and, and we're not going to do this thing where we make this a Mike Riley bash fest, but I, we're just talking about press conferences that are, that were awkward. And that was I thought it was the height of awkward.
1: L- let me ask you this. Okay, I, this, was,
0: I felt really
1: awkward. Now this 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 one I'm about to mention was not one in front of like uh, you know not. Not on floor six at Memorial Stadium. It was after a practice. Okay. Where does, maybe it was after a game, where does Bob Diaco's The Strain stack up in there?
0: Okay, all that the was one- after a game. That was after a game. But Okay, Bob Diaco, I will say this. I'm not, and again, I'm not, in fact, I'm going to gloss over this and get to another one that was odd. I'll get to you another one that all was, right, was really all right, odd. All right. You're gonna to have to get the year for me on this next one. Okay, the only thing about Diaco and I am you know what I never do now? I am not going down the Bob Diaco ripping Bob Diaco route. He's a pinata around here, and it gets it it gets sort of old to me. I okay, Diaco Diaco badly wants to win and be a coach. He loves the profession. Now, I have a hard time ripping a guy like that. I know Diaco. That was Diaco, and you know Riley's last year was yeah. was awful, and yeah. all that.
1: We had we had one year of Disco Bob.
0: Yeah, 2017 was really bad. The defense was bad, and it didn't it didn't hit, and and he was he had several so weird
1: press conferences. So. Well,
0: yes, here's the, here was the thing about Diaco. The thing it was, I can't emphasize this enough either, Jake. The guys at the Journal Star. When it was Diaco day to talk after practice, we didn't want it. None of us wanted to
1: do it. Because you're trying to transcribe it, right? I
0: couldn't. I couldn't understand it sometimes. <laughs> I, no, I'm not joking. I know. No. You I'm not told joking. Me that. And he understood that. Diaco understood. One time, I screwed up something he said, and I interpreted it wrong. I just did. I it was. It got in the website in the newspaper. It was interpreted wrong, and. And I talked to one of the sports information officials and he said, yeah, Bob said that that's that's not exactly what he meant at all. But he said he said not to worry about it because he knows it's hard. It's hard for to to under hard for us to understand him sometimes. I it was really it was really uncomfortable after that. I would listen to my tape, you know, my audio and be like, I don't know what he means here. I just don't know. But I got to write something. I'm not
1: clear on this. You think he was just playing with you? Do no. You, do you think his brain just really works a different way?
0: Works, that's a good way. That's a very good way to say it. I do think his brain works a different way. I happen to like Diaco. I really did. Like, I, I'm not joking, Jake. I thought he was an interesting guy. I mean... You think he was a good coach? I mean, I think he's had his... I mean, he got Notre Dame to the national title game at one point as a defensive coordinator. I mean... His record's not that bad. Here, here's
1: my problem with Bob. He was it,
0: good enough to get hired at UConn as the head coach.
1: If he was that confusing to the media, don't you think he was confusing to the players also? Perhaps did they understand what he was talking about? Okay,
0: now yeah, let's get let's, let's not. Yeah, maybe. Let's go to the one though. When when the, the whole, I think one of the most strange happenings at Nebraska during my tenure, long tenure, was the Harrison Beck saga. When it was a, after a Saturday practice, all right and you know I, I don't know not everybody understands. so what happens is the media talks to the head coach after practice. and we were all around Bill Callahan that day and we had you know we noticed that Harrison Beck wasn't there, okay All right. and and we asked uh, Harrison Beck's not here and, and Bill said we don't know where he where he is. And I asked him, I said, so what do you, what do you, what do you mean you don't know where he is? We don't, Steve, we don't, we, don't, we don't, I don't know, we don't know where he is. I was like, so he's missing? <laughs> he's a missing person?
1: How'd that go over? <laughs> How, what, what followed after that?
0: It was a, it was a strange day because Harrison took off. He was driving back to Florida. And then I made the mistake, I guess, of calling his mother whose mother laid out in pretty uncertain terms that he left because of his p- position on the depth chart, well, that almost that basically sealed that he wouldn't be able to come back under any sort of normal <coughs> yeah, circumstances. So much. a lot of fans and Harrison Beck, not fans, I guess, but Harrison wasn't happy with me for calling his mom. But I thought, well, the kid's missing. We might, we might, we might want to nail this down, but he was literally en route to Florida. He was heading home. Bill didn't know where he was. Now, in, in hindsight, Bill maybe could have put it a little different, um, but he, he didn't know where he was. I no worries. and, and I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe again maybe I was being overly dramatic in that sense but my my initial thought was okay is this guy missing i mean does anybody know where he's at so that was that was a very awkward day for it was a really awkward day because okay you don't know where the quarterback is you know you don't know where he's at so i've never i've never encountered that in nebraska there's been a lot of strange things but not always press conference but that that was a strange day for sure
1: yeah I mean, and Bo had several strange ones himself. Uncomfortable, yeah. I think uncomfortable is probably a better. But word. he wasn't
0: bad. He wasn't always bad with the media. He had a d- natural disdain for the media.
1: He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I could tell that.
0: Yeah, he did. He didn't. He thought it was all kind of chicken silly.
1: bleep. Uh,
0: no, not that. Like I, I just think he thought all the questions were kind of dumb. All the minutia we were interested in. You know who's practicing? You know who's who's third string at left tackle right now. Just he didn't understand why why that was such a big deal, but around here it is. It is. People
1: need to know things. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess what you get down to with Pelini was I, I. I wonder if texters are saying this. Was he just not a good fit? I'd say he just wasn't a good fit. He didn't. It's it's.
1: He was think, a good fit right away, right? I come on, go back no. to go back to his first three years but at Nebraska.
0: He. But he didn't understand this place. He just didn't. He didn't get why I would call him in the summer about some random topic that we would talk about on the radio. And just what, what's a good, what's a summer thing that would come up? Maybe a player leaving or something, like a four string guy who never played. And then it became a big deal, headlines. And he just was always like, what? Are you guys? Are you? Are you seriously you, calling why, me about this? Why do you care? Yeah. Are you, you seriously really? calling me about? There are so many times where he was like, "Are you? Are you? Are you is calling me because? No? Yeah. Are you calling me because you're really wondering this? It's on April seventh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's gotta ask the question, Bo.
0: Yeah. But he's like, no. This doesn't. This is not common. This is weird. You're weird. You're weird.
1: <laughs> and, <just> and told <laughs> you weird. Your face.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> your weird bat. Yeah. All the time. All the time. Like, he'd be like, are you serious? Are you writing something about this? this is I'm like, a, yeah, this is an interview. We got to do this. This is a joke, right? Yeah, no, he didn't get that part. Now, he came from Ohio State, so you'd think, you'd think it was, I don't know. It's odd. It's, this It can be a little strange here, though.
1: Well, you know that. It, it can. Uh, so, yeah, we've, we have both, you've seen obviously a lot. I've, I've seen a few myself. Again, I, I bring up the doc one. That was strange. But- uh, we 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 have yeah, Mike one. Riley.
0: But come on, Shaheen Holloway. I don't think it was odd that those players showed up at
1: Shaheen Someone she- someone texts in, and I want to address this because I'm curious how this would go. Someone says, Jake, if you got a job at ESPN on TV, would the ticket wouldn't celebrate your promotion? I don't know what they do. I they don't. I wouldn't tell them they had to do anything. I left you. I left All your right. company. We would celebrate it
0: but I don't know you, you wouldn't, wouldn't have be a press my conference first day yeah no you're what you're identifying is a, is a definitely a unique situation where players where players show up at the outgoing coach's press conference at the other school now again this one is not as surprising number 1 because everybody anticipated it right it was not it was this was he was the only guy that that the AD identified is their next coach, and number two, it's twenty minutes away. Saint Peter's is twenty minutes away from Saint Saint from Seton Hall. So, yeah, I, you might be going a little overboard on things. I don't think you'd story.
1: have. Uh, I mean, it's, it's different because it's different levels. Right? You wouldn't have Creighton basketball players coming down to here if McDermott took different because there's show. a rivalry there, and because you know same level basketball, right. Division One or Power Five.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. Yes. I, yeah. guess, I guess I St. Peter's would take
1: issue with you saying it's not the same well, level I mean, of basketball since they just beat yeah, Kentucky. And you mean, I, I'm talking about you know, power five, power six conference yeah. basketball. St. Peter's just isn't in there. Look at you not acknowledging St. Peter's I run to the elite. Enjoyed eight. the Peacocks' run to, to glory. How many elite year? eights has your team made? Big fat zero. <laughs> Hope that changes some <laughs> tape in my lifetime. Uh, I'm going to ask you, is a Duke-Kansas championship game the best thing or the worst thing for America? That's up next on Early Break on The Ticket.